Hello and welcome to TV Lightly, the podcast where two dinosaurs talk about books. This week, Trex is away again, um, so we're talking to Steve. So, hi, Steve. Hi. Um, I am trying to decide which dinosaur I am, and obviously I'm one of the robot dinosaurs from Horizon. So I think I'm going to be a tall neck, or maybe a snap maw. I don't know enough about this. So snap maw's pretty cool. Going to send you pictures. Anyway, <laughs> we can we can move move through this. Um, so time travel's been implemented in multiple directions, then? So that you can be from the future and I can be from the past? Um, I think so. That's probably how it works. Yeah, I'm or black holes. I look. All I've is got that is how a black snapping. Holes work? Yes, I assume so. I found a picture of a snapping turtle when I googled that. Is that? That's is that not correct. Close. No, I've sent you. A, I've sent you a link. And okay, well, I will put a photo of you on our website then, so that you know everybody knows exactly what you're referring to. Excellent. For reasons that I'm sure will become obvious to you, this episode has been, or has had the blurb cut in at a later date because I hadn't actually read it at the time of filming. <laughs> so please enjoy this extra, extra long episode. <laughs> Nosferatu is a spine-tingling novel of supernatural suspense from Master of Horror Joe Hill, the New York Times bestselling author of Heart Shaped Box and Horns. Victoria McQueen has a secret gift for finding things, a misplaced bracelet, a missing photograph, answers to unanswerable questions. On her really tough burner bike, she makes her way to a rickety covered bridge that within moments takes her to wherever she needs to go, wherever it is across Massachusetts or across the country. Charles Talent Mannix has a way with children. He likes to take them for rides in his 1938 Rolls-Royce Wrath with Nosferatu vanity plates. With his old car, he can slip right out of everyday world and into the hidden roads that transport them to the astonishing and terrifying playgrounds of the amusements he calls Christmas Land. Then one day, Vic goes looking for trouble and finds Mannix. That was a lifetime ago. Now Vic, the only kid ever to escape Mannix's unmitigated evil, is all grown up and desperate to forget. But Charlie Mannix never stopped thinking about Victoria McQueen, and he's on the road again, and he's picked up a new passenger, Vic's own son. Okay, so we are going to talk about the book Nosferatu by Joe Hill, um, which was a recommendation from you. So where did you find this book? I wouldn't call this a recommendation from me. Um, <laughs> so um, I had not I had not read this book previously. Uh, nor was it recommended to me by anyone. So the selection process for this, um, basically, I have read uh, Horns, which is another book by Joe Hill, and which was adapted. Into a movie. Into, yes, adapted into a movie starring Daniel Radcliffe. Um, and I thought both the the book and the movie were fantastic. Um, and more, much more recently, actually, like right before I decided about uh, reading reading this book, I had read or I had watched um, the Netflix show Lock and Key and arrived at the end of it and found out that it was also by Joe Hill. So that kind of oh. sold me that this was going to be probably a good book. Yeah. Did you know that this is also a TV show? I found that out after I started reading. Oh, okay. I found it I out, check it out yet. about half an hour ago when I Googled it. <laughs> Googled the book. Good. doing that research yeah you know it's i mean i'm not researching the book i'm just reading it i the background information no i don't do that that's fair if it comes up on the wikipedia page then i'll know about it if it doesn't then i won't yeah well yeah so this is by joe hill uh the son of stephen king and stephen king murdered tracks i think is what happened yeah, yeah. So that's she will never do a thriller because she can't get through a Stephen King novel. So yes, I assume she has been murdered. Okay. Glad we've sorted that out. Yeah. 
that's actually why she's not in this particular episode. Um, shame she's shame about the murder, though. Yeah. Well, we'll see if we can, like, bring her back as a zombie or um, do some time travel shit that kind of, like, voids that and have her back next week, but who knows. We've established that time travel works, so yeah, here we are. Win a win a chicken dinner. I guess spoilers on that? Eh, whatever. <laughs> the, the minor <laughs> the time travel thing? On the time travel thing. Yeah. I mean, the most frivolous who's... spoilers. <laughs> well, maybe we should have held off until we reached the spoiler section of the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's the most it's the most minor thing possible. I'm more priming anyone who hasn't read it yet. Look out for the one thing. You won't know what it is. <laughs> All right. So what do you what do you rate this book as? Um so I was I was thinking about that because I knew that was gonna come up and I don't really know how I would rate this. Um so I guess to give a little bit of like context for me first, I guess. I mentioned I've read horns, I liked horns a lot. Um my usual genre of stuff is more sci-fi and fantasy. So I've been reading a lot of The Expanse, um, the Red Rising series, which I was actually the one that I think recommended that book to you guys. Yeah. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, Lies of Locke Lamora, which is The Gentleman Bastards, I guess is what the series is called. Um, so books like that. Um, so this is very different from those things. Um, and there was, there were parts of this book that I just absolutely hated. Uh, okay. but then I read the last 200 pages in functionally one sitting. Like a three? <laughs> okay, fair enough. I, um, have deviated into thrillers a little bit. Um, more so like an action thriller, thriller rather than this is like a, a horror thriller. Um, so the horror part of the genre is not really my cup of tea. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, also don't really like horror movies, but I found I actually really enjoyed this book. I read this book in three sittings in total, um, which is, yeah, which you got in like text messages. I'd be like, oh, Yeah, that, that contextualizes those texts a lot. Because <laughs> it was like, it was like, have you started the book yet? And I was like, yeah, I'm like, whatever like 100 pages in and then the next day it was like oh my god and I was like what and you were like I finished (laughs) yeah I'm a pretty quick reader and um yeah like the last 100 pages kind of went pretty quickly I kept trying to like because I was reading the e-copy trying to like see how far I had to go to the end because I'm like I just don't have time I just don't have time to read it all and like (laughs) How many pages? Okay, like I can squeeze it in. I can keep squeezing it in. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then I was late to training, but it's fine. It, it was fine. Yeah, it's, everything. So, fine. Somewhere quite near the end, I like, I had to like make a decision. I looked at the clock, and it was like, if I try to read until a certain time, I'm gonna end up like if, if I try to read until the time that I want to go to bed, I'm gonna end up too close to the end <laughs> to end up going to bed at the correct time. So I just like ditched it right there. Um, I think that was a contribution to like the last however many pages I read in one sitting. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this book probably is like three and a half to a four because it did, it, there was like quite a few waves where you like, if the suspense is like driving me to keep going and then you'd be like, so many things have happened and I just, I can't, I just can't like, okay. A lot of people die in this book. I'm sorry. That's a spoiler, but like, Like, there'd be a couple of deaths, and I'd be like, I, I just, I need, I need a happy, I need a happy moment. I can't keep being this sad. Can I get I'm one just gonna of those, please? <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna, I just, the characters in the book need a win. I'm gonna put this down and watch a TV show that is incredibly happy. Just mostly I go and watch cartoons, but it's fine. We watch in the <laughs> Avatar, but it's fine. I was about to say, I, I was, that's what I was like pairing this one with that was that was my nice uh like after dinner drink was okay now it's time for some avatar (laughs) 
Well, I'm surprised because we didn't talk about that at all. But yeah, good good pairing for everybody else going forward. Avatar, the last Airbender, or are you watching Katara? Oh, not Katara, Cora. Uh, uh, I do not know where I would find Cora to watch it, but once I find Cora, I think I watch it on Crunchyroll. So, I guess that settles the question of is it an anime? <laughs> that's um, like that's how you prove this debate, right? Is just if it's on Crunchyroll. Yeah, well, I mean, they didn't get to launch. They air their last few episodes on TV, so. That, that, to uh, me, gives it a lot of points. Well, I typed in Avatar, and Crunchyroll is asking me, did you mean a star? <laughs> I think that their search engine is not great and would have searched Crunchyroll Avatar Cora uh, in Google. So. I Okay, well, I found a page that describes it, but it doesn't seem... Anyway, this is for later. <laughs> Bookmarking this search. The world does not need to listen to me trying to find (laughs) children's cartoons. I mean, I can cut that. It's fine. It's not a kids TV show. It's definitely a YA TV show. Yeah, that's probably actually much more accurate. Yeah, as is like ninety percent of the books that Trex and I read. She's like, you keep like trying to get me into these high sci-fi, high fantasy books, and uh, I just don't have time. But those are the good ones. Those are also, the good I, ones. I, I, I noticed you guys have been really getting into uh, vampire novels, so I think <laughs> I wanted to suggest something that wasn't a vampire novel. So here we are. <laughs> with, with the vampire novel. Put your spoilers uh, headphones on for a second. A, va- a vampire novel? <laughs> it's called Nosferatu. I don't think that telling everybody that it's a vampire novel is a he's spoiler. Not a vampire. But he is, though. But he's yeah. not. He's more, he's more of a Dementor, but that's, I don't think they could call it Dementor. <laughs> yeah, that's some copyright stuff right there. Yeah. Okay, cool. Should we just, like, jump into the spoiler section then? I think we've already done it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, just, okay. Uh, this, do you this, have, like, Trex right. make a noise for that? I'll, 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 I'll cut her noises in. It's fine. Excellent. <clears throat> it'll be on. It's a, it'll be on point with the theme, you know, when we go to Christmas land in the spoiler zone. Yes. Um. Yeah. Sorry, I'm gonna um a lot. Then I'm gonna cut out all of those ums because now I'm following the plot thing that's written down. <sighs> anyway, what did you feel like the opening was? What did you think the opening with the hospital scene and the nurse? So it's it's nice that they like I I do like a couple of things about just the construction of this book um and the fact that it has like the date and then as soon as you're done with the prologue it's like oh we're before that now like that was that was kind of him to do that um the teaser yeah it's like this is gonna happen um which kind of takes away like I mean you're reading a book so like when you get to the part a little bit later where it's like oh he's dead. Like, you can look at how much book is left and be like, ah, oh, no, he's not dead. But, like, this this did, like, kind of blunt that even further. Um, I don't know. It does... Uh, I was, what, four pages in when I was like, oh, cool, I accidentally picked a book that's just about a pedophile. <laughs> uh, yeah. I had... When, based on entirely the name, um, I didn't read the blurb or anything before that. I um I was expecting like actual vampires and like some level of like mysticism and mythology and all that kind of thing and to be like oh no he's just like given a serial killer name that's like Nosferatu like like the vampire killers of I think there's one in the Czech Republic and one in the UK and you're like oh not really where I thought this is going but okay yeah, I also, um, in doing my dil- due diligence for picking out this book, also did not read <laughs> basically anything about it. So, um, yeah, so this first, like, all of it, I guess, was an adventure. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that the 
the start kind of like sets you up with just all sorts of weird stuff. Um, so many questions. He immediately talks about Christmas Land. Um, and I was actually looking at this just a minute ago, but like it talks about like the house of sleep, the graveyard of what might be. And it really just is like, oh, none I of this could... means anything. Yeah, uh, but if you read like just like two chapters it. and went back. Yeah, I completely missed that he mentioned, um, I, know, I remember the house of sleep, but I, I didn't realize that he'd also mentioned the graveyard and like a couple of other things. Like, I, that clearly that passed me over when I was reading it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just a bunch of gibberish if you haven't... Well, if you haven't read the book, for sure. Um, but also, I guess, if you haven't read uh, literally just the back cover. <laughs> you're like, ah, oh, Christmas land. <laughs> What's this interesting concept he's introducing? Yeah, so... In the future, we read the blurb? Is that, is that what we're saying? So, so here's the thing. I saw an advertisement for Thor... And then I knew that Thor was going to fight the Hulk. And now I don't ever want to know anything about any media I'm about to consume. <laughs> and I really wish I could just trust people to, like, not show me that Thor is going to fight the Hulk. But I don't trust them. So yeah. I'm going to need other people to read the blurb for me. <laughs> and send you a recommendation. Yes. I need to outsource my book recommendations. Yeah, fair, fair. I am... Um... So just casually talking to book nerds somewhat yesterday and none of them knew who Anne Rice was. And I was like, excuse me? And they were like, oh yeah, who's Anne Rice? I'm like, are we talking like interview with a vampire, Memnock the Devil, like Queen of the Damned? You don't know any of these? Like, uh, I don't really, I don't really read fiction. I'm like, who, who, what? Here is everything I know about the story, including the spoiler. And I, I should have just given you the blurb. Would have been that would have been much better but like so don't outsource to you yeah <laughs> don't outsource okay. to me this is this is why i like get other people to pick the book and then i'm just happy to like talk drivel with them that's fair anyway and this incredibly like tangential conversation we the book opens in hospital where charlie max who is our convicted child abductor not necessarily pedophile, but at pedophile? I don't know. Um, wakes from his coma, threatens his nurse, and nobody believes her because he's basically still in a coma. Yeah, and he's like 700 years old. Yeah. That's it. That's all I have Everybody's like, he's he's in his late 80s, and he like, doesn't, he looks, he's a blob of goo in a bed. Are we sure he's only in his 80s? He's described as looking older than Keith Richards. That's so like fairly old. Yeah. So at least two months. Yeah, minimum. Um. All right. And as you mentioned, so the book has that little moment at the start, and then we jump backwards in time because time travel is key. Um, to uh, the brat. Uh. Well, the shorter way, and the brat. Yeah. Well, we get the so, brat actually, first. Does your um, because we, we were talking about you, I said something about uh, my version of the book, which I have a hardback, and you were reading on electronic copy. Mine has um, section names and section names that have dates, and then it also has like little illustrations uh, done by I've lost it, Gabriel Rodriguez, I think. So I didn't get any of the illustrations, um, but gotcha. it did have sec- some section names. Okay, because um, that was oh, we'll we'll get to that I guess. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, were, were were there more clues in the pictures then? Is that what you're telling me? So like this this section is named the shorter way and it has a picture of the uh, the bracelet that gets lost. Um, but it's also when I started texting you. Uh, what to you was apparently gibberish about the uh, the gun that says um, Chekhov's, yeah. Chekhov, property of Chekhov. Yeah, that's... Yeah, and we, it also... We, it we can probably cut this entire five minutes of uh, me ranting here. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. But so yes, we, we know... Yes. 
And she is running away from her parents who are having another fight over the fact that her mom lost a bracelet at the beach. Um, and she's like, well, I can, I can find it. Like, I can, I can do it. I can be the one that's the hero and then there's no more fighting and then they'll stop and make up and everything will be okay. Um, so she gets Very on her... eight-year-old line of thinking. Yeah. Which is fair, because she's eight. Yes. Well, that's why I bring that up. <laughs> um, yeah, so she gets on her bike, which is too big for her because it's a big kid boy bike. And she goes off and dares herself to cross the Shorterway Bridge, which then acts as a tunnel through time and space and takes her to the beach in is it the Hamptons? I don't know. I... Not the Hampton. I don't know. It takes place in America, and therefore I have Sorry, only a vague understanding of the yeah. locations. Hampton, New Hampshire. There we go. I win. Um, do, do I get some money now, or at least a present? Um, Something like that. Probably. I just get back. No, so the, the Hamptons, right? okay, and this is... The Hamptons is technically referring to New York. Okay. Not New York I, City, but a part of New York. And That's where swanky people go, right? Yes. So you win no prize. Uh-huh. You win a small prize. <laughs> I got the name correct. You, you get to feel like you were right, even though very technically you were incorrect. <laughs> Rude. I don't the smallest prize of them all. <laughs> Rude. Anyway, okay, cool. Jumping forward, um, yeah, so she gets across the bridge. The bridge takes her to the other Hampton, um, where she manages to pick up the bracelet and drive back. And in coming back across the bridge, she basically gets a fever and a headache and um, uh, ends up almost having a seizure when she gets home with the bracelet. Um... Yeah, she has a pretty rough go of it. Yeah. So that's what you get for using a casual portal and not, like, getting a proper spaceship. Duh. Um, yeah, or just a faster bike. I don't know that that would have helped. Well, it's only a few hours drive away, so a faster bike. <laughs> oh, if she went the long way. <laughs> yes. Because oh, yes, I'm sorry. She's not just driving like... faster on this bridge. Like, <laughs> I'm talking about just not using the magic, and instead of maybe a headache, she, you know, is a child on a freeway. Yeah, she's an eight, eight-year-old child on a freeway. Good job. Excellent recommendation. You should be given an award for safety. Ah, thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, And I think this is the last time I'll derail us to talk about the uh, chapter titles. Specifically, mm-hmm. the last time I'll derail us on that one thing. I, um, I don't. It, okay. Yeah, probably not. But so, and I'm bringing this up again because maybe your version did not have it. But this is the a lot of the a lot, but not all of the location introductions are just finishing the sentence from the previous. I'll call them chapters. So, like, she walked up around the corner on unsteady legs and looked at the walk-up window of, and then the next chapter is, or the next area is just called Terry's Primo Subs. Yeah. And I think it's, it's I think it's neat that he does that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So we did have that, too, in the um, e, e version of the book that I had, so. Okay. It's almost the same, right? Yes, except I spent... I don't know, $20 on mine. I didn't. Shipping anything to my house in a country where everything... I don't know. You can't get anything here. Like, I don't understand. Like, there are people here that do things. (sighs) Let's (laughs) not talk about the internet issues again. It's fine. It's fine. When Trex and I have a castle in the Czech Republic, everything will be better then. That's the plan. There you go. Then I can get things from Amazon.co.uk! 
they, and okay, all the problems so they, will be solved. Yeah, they opened in Amazon Australia, but between tax and shipping just within Australia, it's useless. Basically, you have to buy anything through eBay or buy a digital copy of a book if you want it. Like, eBay is cheaper. I get anything from China for like a third of the price. <laughs> Moving on. All right, then. <laughs> yeah. You just have to be slightly better at Googling. Anyway. Or the Alibaba website. That's also pretty good. Now I'm moving on. Now I'm definitely moving okay. on. Anyway. This, cool. this time so, <clears throat> Yes, I'm, I won't get sidetracked. You don't get sidetracked. So one of the trips that Perfect. she makes across the Shortway Bridge to find things. So she's a, she's a finder of things. And on one of those trips, she ends up traveling to here, Iowa. Um, because she needs to find an explanation for what's going on and why she can go across the bridge. When she's there, she meets Maggie, who is 15 or something. She's, like, older, right? She's older, yeah. Um, but so is... Uh, Vic is also older once we get oh. to that point. So the brat's na- real name is Victoria McQueen. Ah, should have probably mentioned that. I'm trying to find... I know it's, like, a couple of years later. Yeah, I think she's, like, 11. She's, yeah, about there. <clears throat> I don't need a reference text. It's fine. I have a brain. Um, if only I could okay. memorize my homework. <laughs> anyway. So she goes to meet Maggie, who is a librarian who uses Scrabble tiles to determine, um, like, the answers to questions. Um, <clears throat> so... It's kind of like similar to using the bridge to travel through space. Um, Maggie uses the tiles kind of like she has an infinite supply in the bag and um, she gets to, I don't know, divine the future to some extent, but like not really. She doesn't yeah, she just gets to like sometimes know things, but in a cryptic kind of way. Yeah. It's kind of like divination in general. It's, yeah, it's it's an alright power, it seems. Yeah, I mean, I'd prefer Vix, personally, but, um... What, being able to go places, but also your brain explodes? Um, I mean, it gets better when she's an adult. It's fine, uh, moving properly along. Okay, fine, I want Charlie Mannix's power, because that seems to not affect him at all. In fact, it helps him a lot. It takes away his empathy? You don't need that. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I figured we'd be on opposite sides of this argument. (laughs) Okay, which one of the powers would you have if you could? Of the three? Yeah. Uh, Or the invisible chair. Maybe. The invisible chair? Yeah, so Maggie talks about... In the book, Maggie talks about this other girl that she has met that has powers that are the same and or like within the same vein and the girl sits in her grandmother's wheelchair and if she wheels it backwards she wheels into the alleyway and uh she can hide she becomes invisible i forgot about that one um but then she ends up needing the chair i don't know uh the Scrabble tile thing seems like the stutter is permanent, so I guess I'll go with Vix. Yeah. The shorter way seems pretty useful. It does. <clears throat> um, okay, so, moving on about what power we would want if we could have any of the powers that are listed in this book. We any need to get four things to choose from. Yeah. Um, so, Maggie introduces us so the side effect of Maggie using the tiles is that she has this stutter, which makes it a little bit more difficult to understand her. But she finds that pain is a great way to make her come across as more eloquent and remove the stutter. So the pressure situations and pain gives her a way to push through, which occasionally having a stutter myself, it actually makes a huge difference. Um, yes, so... Uh, have you not heard me do terrible stuttering? I, I got really stuck on one of the words in one of the episodes that we had before. And I think it was Satan. I got stuck on the word Satan. And I was just like hissing at Trex for like two minutes. And then I was like, 
you need to jump in here because I don't know how to get like this word out. And then like a minute later, I was like, bam, I have it. It's fine. Um, just if I'm comfortable, it's like terrible. If I'm uncomfortable, then I'm fine. So more of an emotional pain that fixes it. Yeah. Yeah. Just the pressure to perform in social situations because, you know, my anxiety can like overcome my stutter. They're just they're just intertwined. Um, <clears throat> terrible, terrible. Anyway, moving on. So Maggie's warning um, Vic against Mannix, whom she calls the Wrath after the model of the car that he drives, um, and because she never gets his real name from the tiles, because um, the the tiles don't seem to be able to give anybody's real name. So Maggie knows v- Victoria as the brat. And she knows the girl in the chair as, as something else. And she knows uh, Charlie Mannix as the Wrath because the tiles won't ever give, it, give the real name of anybody. Yes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, like, and that's why we're introduced to her as the Brat. Yeah. That was what her father called her, but with affection. Um, that's a thing. And her mother. Yeah. Look, I... My dog is Pooperino because he pooped so much for a while. Um, (laughs) And in your eyes, these are all names said with affection. Sure, I believe you. They are. He's lovely. I love my dog. He just poops a lot, and sometimes he gets a lot of eye booger things. Anyway. So, Vic travels home, but she ends up hitting something with her bike and gets a terrible fever. Um, And her dad or her mom hides the bike while when she's in, like, she basically ends up uh, in a fever coma for, like, two or three days, right? She's having seizures. Yeah, each time we talk about it uh, up until, like, later in the book, it just like gets worse when she's doing it uh and it seems to be tied to how long she uses the ability yeah how long Uh, but the the thing that i don't understand about that is that at the end of the book she uses it for like one-way travel so she's just getting progressively worse instead of just kind of going away she does talk about later, she does talk about getting a headache and it's behind her eye and she thinks she's blown, when she's in Christmas land, she talks about the fact she thinks her eyeball exploded. Yeah, but it, like, maybe I'm misremembering, but I thought it, like, should have been substantially worse through all of her, like, traveling from where she was to her dad's house to the, uh... Library to... Christmas Land house to the, yeah, to the library. Yeah. Land of sleep. Anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll get to that later, I'm sure. <clears throat> Did they not, like, do a workup on her? Did they just, like, say, ah, oh, she's having seizures, it's fine? I think that means that she would have to have parents that gave enough of a shit to take her to a doctor. But also, they're not exactly rich. This is true. Mm. Um, and, and I mean, there are kids that do have seizures up until they finish puberty, and then it's it's just like done. They don't. It's their brain just trying to short sort shit out, and then they don't have any issues when they're an adult. So maybe they did, and they were just like, oh no, it's so it's like growing pain. Happen, but you still kind of wanna. It's growing pain like growing to your brain. brain. Growing pains, but in your brain. Yeah. Good. <clears throat> Sorry. <coughs> My apologies. Um, it went from being really, really fucking cold to being really, really hot in the cave because I turned the heater on for the downstairs section of our house and my and room the entire has... country's on fire again. Yes. But my room has, like, a fifth of the volume of the rest of downstairs, which is all open, at the same airflow. Like, the same volume of air being pushed in. So it's real hot in here. I need to take off some layers. Um, yeah. So, cool. 
Um, so we switch perspectives after that, and we end up with Bing, who has <clears throat> was named after Bing Bing Crosby. Yeah. Because because Christmas. Because Christmas. And um, <clears throat> this chapter Bing. is called Spicy Menace. Uh, and I do apologize for bringing our attention back out to the titles, but I just thought that was a very good one. That is a pretty good one. I like that one. Um, so we get a little bit of his backstory, whereas his his best Christmas was when he was like six, and his dad gave him his Vietnam War gas mask? Yes. And helmet? Or is it all one piece? I think it might be all be one piece. It's, it's like all a helmet. One. It's yeah, all one helmet. Guy. Helmet and gas mask all in one guy. All right, cool. So, <clears throat> um, Bing is uh, mid uh, pleasure flicking through one of his dad's old magazines, and he sees an ad. For a place called Christmas Land. And so he races off to get his mom's typewriter. And he knows that the O doesn't work. But he writes a letter where he replaces the O with a zero. So just to be deeply upsetting, this whole this he sends a letter where every lowercase O is actually a zero. Every O, every capital O, every lowercase O. Oh my god, reading it just frustrated me on a on an OCD kind of level. I'm like, oh, but <clears throat> Joe Hill wasted no time. He was like, this is going to be upsetting. And I'm going <laughs> to set the stage right here. Yeah. So um, and it only gets substantially worse. Oh, it does. Uh, you kind of get the impression that I well, at least initially I got the impression that Bing was like 15. And like I was not paying enough attention to the timestamps um, <clears throat> because I thought he was like 15 and that there was no computers around like in any kind of level and but like the, the 1980s is is in he's the dawn in of the computer era oh he's in 1990 yeah. well then it was definitely the start of computers then. I just should have been paying more attention. But I was too enthralled with the story. Um, yeah, so uh, he sends... Yeah, like, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, the the like, add to Christmas Land, I think it's interesting that this literally just doesn't come up again for the rest of the book. I guess it doesn't really have a place to, but it's just weird that, like... He advertised was, it? Was there, was there actually a physical ad in, like, a real book that, like, Charlie Manx was trying to get people to write to him? Or was this just, like, a magic thing that happened so that only Bing saw it? Well, he'd also been looking at the magazines for, like, a while... Like, you realize that the magazines are old. So I feel like, given Bing's attachment to Christmas, it's likely that this is only an, a new thing. Like, how would he have missed this ad previous to this point? Well, it sounded like he had a lot of them, and maybe he hadn't gotten to all of them yet. Um, Possibly. But maybe I'm wrong. Anyway. Fair theory, fair theory. Um, we learn that Bing is the um, is not fifteen as I had originally thought, but an adult, and he works at a factory that produces. Is it produces or like uh, distributes um, sevoflurane? Yeah, he works at a chemical plant uh, that makes knockout gas for children for dental procedures, I think. Yeah. Predominantly, it's used for dental procedures, yes. 
Um, and they get, uh, gingerbread flavored is the one that they produce, or at least they have access to. Because that's Christmas flavor. It is Christmas flavor. It means it's clove and spice and ginger and vanilla. That And the Powerpuff Girls, I think. I mean, that's not usually in my Christmas list of flavors, but cool. Yeah, but the the Um, sugar and the spice and whatever the other things were that you said. Yeah, white people spices. Um... (laughs) Basically, what the flavor of pumpkin spice is, is Christmas flavor to me, because it's the same flavor in every dish, because white people. Um, cool. Moving on. Um, yep. so Bing kind of gets, like, haunted by the, the wrath for a little bit. Um, he, he sees the car and can hear the Christmas music, and he's like, they've come to take me to Christmas land! And then he doesn't. And then he comes by again, and Bing gets really excited, and then he doesn't get taken. It takes a little yeah. while. For... It, but it's like a friendly Christmas-themed haunting. Yeah! Friendly. <sighs> uh, and then Charlie Banks actually does talk to him. Yeah, is it here also we get Bing's backstory? Uh, somewhere in here. I think, I don't know exactly where, but yeah, he was abused and then murdered his parents. Yeah. self-defense. Well, not really. Well, Um, it's it's self-defense. In the general sense of self-defense. In the same way that, like, it's it's that um, domestic crack or whatever it is where you've been abused for so long that, like... Even if you can't, in the moment, defend your like it's not necessarily an in the moment defense of yourself, but you make a plan, right, effectively to save yourself, and so it's still manslaughter, which is why Bing is not in prison. Yes, he um takes a nail gun to his father's head. And then also his mom, just because, I think. Mm. Because she didn't protect him? She didn't save him? Yes. I think that was, like, the, the reasoning that we went through there. Yeah. Anyway, so, we've got a, an adult with developmental disorders who murdered his parents who works in a... In a chemical factory plant. that... In a chemical plant that produces knockout gas for kids... Honestly, this, if Charlie Max is, like, trying to find somebody who would very easily fit the type to take the blame, um, I think he's nailing it. Yeah, he's doing, doing an alright job. Um, I'm trying to think. It says, I don't remember if we get this information right now or if we get it, like, ten minutes from now, but he... Uh, he talks about how there have been, I forget the exact number, like nine people uh, like Bing before him that once they get... Uh, ten kids each. Ten, what? Once they steal ten children, <laughs> then, then they, they get, get to go to, go to Christmas, Christmas land too. Yeah. It's a Christmas miracle. For some. Um... For no one, actually. I guess for the children. Because um, the children are going to eat those adults. Yeah, yeah. Well, eat, eat is, again, more vampiric than what happens and not technically correct. Yeah, I think that destroy. you must... They're going to destroy those adults. Um, I think it's play. let's play Stab the Drifter or something. Uh, scissors for the Drifter. Scissors for the... Well, it's... It's, look, a, it's, it's a fun name for a... Like, why? <laughs> because they're going to put scissors through the Drifter. I know, but... But or why? Them into little pieces because they have no empathy and happiness. No, I mean I know why, but like why? Because this is a horror thriller book that you yeah. recommended. This is your fault. Rec- again, I did not recommend it. <clears throat> I chose it. Okay, you chose. You chose this. Nope, that makes it worse. Let's go back to recommend. <laughs> no, they're both bad. This is your fault. 
However you look at it. Oh, well. Yes. Okay, cool. So, we have Bing and Charlie Max are together, finally. Um, And Max introduces Bing to the graveyard of children thing. Yes. The Um, graveyard of what will come. Yeah. What might be. The graveyard of what might be. Where he shows Bing the potential future graveyards of children who have been abandoned and neglected and tormented by their parents. And it's their job, as in Bing and Max's, um, Manx, to to save these children from the fate that will eventually destroy them. And yeah, for, for about ten seconds, for about ten seconds in this chapter, I was like, "Oh, maybe he's not crazy." Yeah, and then I was like, he... "No, never mind." Well, I did for a second like entertain the idea that he's not necessarily the bad guy because it is a thriller, and I was like expecting a a bit of a red herring. Yeah, know? that's that's where I was like in in maybe more of a meta sense where it's like, okay, I'm reading a book, so maybe this guy is we're somehow seeing a twisted perspective and actually he's not crazy uh, and trying to just murder some children. And technically he's not crazy or trying to murder. Well, he is crazy. He's not trying to murder some children. No, he just murders a lot of adults. Yes. Sorry. He doesn't do that either. He gets the children to murder the adults. I think he murders some of the adults. It's pedantic. I mean, he's, bringing adults to be murdered. He's at least an accessory, accessory. in fact. Yeah. Yes. The least he can get away with is accessory to, like, I don't know, 97 murders. Yeah, something like that. Um, Cool. So then we get, we're back in Vic's perspective. She is 17. She uses the... Um, she has a fight with her mother, and then she goes to call her dad to pick her up, but her dad is living with a new girlfriend who's barely older than Vic is, and they've had a fight, as in Vic and the girlfriend, and the girlfriend says that Vic's not allowed to come to the house, and her dad doesn't even, her dad says that he's not going to come get her, he'll call her a cab, she's like, I don't want a cab, and she hangs up on him. Um, and then she's like, I could sleep in the station, but it's quite cold. And then she decides to just break back into her house and sleep in the basement. Um, which is where she finds a childhood bike. The Ray. Rayleigh? Rayleigh. There we go. The, uh, Raleigh. Raleigh. Raleigh? Uh, I don't know. I, I had gone with Raleigh, because that's... An American word. Is it cool? Because I. It's a bike. It's a put. It's the boys' bike. It's the big boys' bike. It's the big, big boys' bike. Yeah. Because she's a big boy now. Actually, she's too big for the bike. I think. Yes, she is. Because she's Um, basically an adult. Yeah, she doesn't get any bigger from this point on. She remains pretty much the same. (laughs) She's reached her maximum uh, height. Yeah. Um, cool. So Vic uh, grabs the bike and heads to the short away, which has physically been demolished in the real world. Had right? it been... It had already been demolished by, like, the first time that she goes to it. Not the very first time. It um, actually is destroyed, like, the day that she crosses it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. It was already, like, abandoned. And, like, then it falls in the river, I think, on the day of. Um, yeah. Uh, or at least within within that time frame. It's very close to it, regardless. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. And now I think she, she goes looking for trouble. Yeah. And the bridge is like Christmas land or something. Uh, no, it's the, the, the sleigh house. 
Oh, the sleigh house, yeah. So, Charlie Mannix's real life house is also Christmas themed. Um, and so Vic ends up heading there via the Shortaway Bridge. She ends up at the bridge and ends up sneaking into his house, effectively, trying to find the... So she puts two and two together with the name of the car and the serial killer, right? Yeah, she she recognizes the... Did she have the license plate number? Is that what it was that she was going on? But, like, she recognized that this is what uh, she had been told to avoid by Maggie. Because back when she talked to Maggie, Maggie was like, don't... Don't go don't, now. Whatever you do, don't go after this guy. Yeah. So then she decides, I'm going to go after that guy. And she Which, goes after that guy. Yeah, but she's much larger than when she got the don't go after that guy. Cause she's she's better equipped than she had been. Because she's almost fully tall, or full height. She's maxing out some of her stats. <laughs> Specifically height. height. <laughs> yeah. And maybe intelligence. Um, cool. So she... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, well, she starts um, falling apart after this, so this might actually be just about max intelligence. Because yeah. she doesn't, like... After this, she starts, like, was anything real, or am I losing my mind? Um, yeah, so she definitely gets more experience and a little bit, like, more confident and all those kind of things. But, like, intelligence as a raw, this is, this is, this is it. She gets wisdom, not int. <laughs> okay, cool. So she's there. She, th- she thinks that there's a child locked in the car, and she attempts to get him out of the car. But, um... The child has rows and rows of sharp brown teeth and is as, like, ice cold. And um, she escapes into the house because he's coming in from the outside. Um, And basically, uh, Charlie Mannix sets his own house on fire to, like, trap her in there. Yeah, so she she tries to rescue the child. Um, she, yeah, she tries to rescue the child. Like she's like, all right, like I'm gonna get you out of the car. And the kid's like, I can't leave the car. And then she's like, okay, but I'm going to let you out of the car. Uh, and then he tries to pull her into the car, and the car tries to pull her into the car. Yeah. And then she runs into the building, and eventually the house gets set on fire. After a lot of like taunting, uh, which is true of a lot of like thriller serial killer tv shows and the like a lot of taunting from the child from charlie mannix and maybe the car gets in on it who knows um yeah i don't think it was necessarily evident that the car was doing stuff on its own at this point um that becomes entirely apparent later on to the point where i for a while was questioning whether the car was the sentient one and (laughs) charlie manx was like the uh, I don't know what to call it, like, vessel, or Charlie yeah. Manx was, the he, like, the real thing, and the car was the vessel. Yeah, okay, so just as an aside, I've read a book that's, like, real similar in, in kind of theme, in that, um, you know the stories of, like, haunted cars, and, like, the Stephen King novel, where the car is, like, sentient and goes around killing people? Yes. Yeah, so, um, that legend, I've, I've read a like, kid's story, I think it's called Demon something or other, I can't actually spot it, but, um, where the, the car was itself an entity, and then it got itself a human, and then was like, okay, now we're gonna be just the human part of this, so that we don't keep killing people, we've, we've, we've developed a conscience and morale. (laughs) It was an interesting take, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that the car was gonna I mean, the car was doing quite the opposite, actually. <laughs> the car is the vampire, I guess. Is yeah. The... But the yeah. car... Oh, yeah, the kids are know. the vampire? The kids are the... real bitey. Yeah, they're... They... Yeah. they get Everyone gets a little bit of the vampire trait. 
just like we take the one vampire and we'll split yeah. it into a bunch of different things and everybody gets a bit yes the children get the teeth the car gets the life-sucking charlie manx gets the immortality i guess yeah and the lack of morals and the yeah and the cold personality <laughs> well the warm personality but the cold morals becomes a psychopath yes okay cool so anyway she gets out of the burning house moving probably along because this is already way too long and we're not even halfway through the story which i did not see coming because i did not have a hard copy i thought this was going to be the end cool oh like when you arrived at that you were like oh this is the climax yeah that's what i thought clearly nope we're uh oof we're less than 200 pages into this 700-page book. Yeah. Again, probably should have read some information about the book before I started. Um, yeah, so she escapes. Or I, I should let you do your... Uh... No, dude, it's fine. I love this. <laughs> so she uh, escapes, uh, loses the bike in the escape. No, and so then... not quite. So Charlie Mannix sees her, recognizes Sorry, yes. her for who she is, takes the bike and throws it back into the shortaway, causing the shortaway to leave. Um, meaning that she has no way right. home. She, yeah, sorry. She literally just, like, runs from this. Like, the house, house catches fire, he leaves, she finds a highway, and then finds uh, Lou. Yeah. Um, Lou and some other guys try to kill... Charlie Manx, who has come back to kill her. Um. Well, she she and Lou end up at the petrol station, and she they they are calling the police because she's like, I was kidnapped, da 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 da. This older shit basically lies to justify her being where she is. A million miles away. Yeah. So far away from home, and um, then uh, there's like a vet. Um, a war veteran or and an active duty military guy in the gas station at the time and the military guy's mother. And the Wrath pulls up to the petrol station and she's like, holy shit, that's him! And so, like, everybody runs out to, like, try and stop him. Um, and then we get the car kind of, kind of moving on its own. I guess I didn't quite trig to the fact that it was the car until afterwards. Because, like, Charlie Max sets somebody on fire, and we can hear the there's somebody in the boot of the car, but they never manage to open the boot and find out who's in there. Yeah. Before the thing is, like, burnt to a crisp. Yeah, I think this is where you first see, like, the car doing stuff on its own, but you don't necessarily register that, like, the car is just doing it. Yeah. Anyway, yes, so there's that. That's how that he happened. would use it for the second time on Tom Priest, not 30 seconds later, by which time Tom was well dead. Not me- not to mention, well done. <laughs> yeah, he caught fire. It's well written. I have to give the fact that this book is well written. Like, the words are good. All the sentence structure is really nice. I enjoy... <laughs> the, the words are good. Five out of five stars. <laughs> Look, I we have read some books in the course of this where... Originally, we thought... The words are not good. No, I know. (laughs) Sometimes the words are not good. And no matter what the story is, if the words are not good, it's not a good book anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, so we read this book that was... um, We thought had been... So Trex got it first. We thought it had been translated from German into English. And that's why the English version of the book was so bad. But it had actually been written into English, translated into German, and the German translator had done a better job putting the story together than, than <laughs> so the original. Just that. Yeah. So I was going to be like, Trex, this is a terrible, like, this is awful. And she was like, it was really good in German. I don't understand. And then she's like reading the German and the English one, like, side by side, being like, yeah, somebody put in work in the German one, like, real work. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the reason I liked, one of the things that I liked about Horton's uh, and why I was comfortable, like, reading another one of his books without knowing much about it is that the words were good, so. Yeah. 
Uh, yes. So it, the story is well written and well put together. The only like criticism I have is that this is probably not my kind of story and it too many people die and I got too sad. But like again, that's because this isn't my kind of story. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 on parts of this are not my kind of story, parts of it are and Bing is a very uncomfortable character to have to follow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> also, the children with the teeth was spooky. Yeah, but totally right up my alley. <laughs> ah, right, vampires. Yeah. I've been reading a lot. I was a teenage girl during the vampire phase. You can't take that part of my personality away. It, it will always be a part of who I am. It's always vampire time. Always vampire time. Vampire romance novel? Of course I'll read that. Thank you very much. Um... I think we've somehow slowed progress since we pointed out how slow our progress was. <laughs> yeah, we're, we've hit an hour of recording, not an hour of phone call. <laughs> Good. Um, cool. Trying to like wrap this one. up. Buckle we're up. 200 pages in to 720 pages. Do, 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 do